people. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word that you have spoken to us so clearly uh, throughout the ages. And most importantly, you have spoken to us in these last days through your son, Jesus Christ. And may we, uh, Lord, be drawn to him and may we draw near to him tonight as we hear this part of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. So Joseph and Mary, uh, in obedience to the authorities, the authority of Rome, they traveled from Nazareth uh, to Bethlehem to be registered. And they went to Bethlehem, known as the city of David. And uh, that was because Joseph was, of course, of the house and lineage of David. And when they arrived, Mary was well along in her pregnancy. And Luke 2.7 says she brought forth her firstborn son. She wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. It was a very humble uh, setting and scene and situation. Uh, uh, our Lord had humble, uh, not very wealthy parents. And uh, the famous uh, Baptist preacher, C.H. Spurgeon, said, Now heavenly glory was wedded with earthly poverty. The son of the highest is born in a stable and cradled in a manger. How low the king of glory stoops. And I think of how proud I am, and I think of the humility of the king of glory, and um, uh, it's, it's not fitting for, for us to be proud in the least. But uh, out, outside of the city, verse 8 tells us that there were shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. They were faithfully doing what they did every night. And that is they, they actually slept with, with the sheep and they took turns taking shifts, watching out for uh, something that might come along to harm them or the sheep. Uh, and it's likely, of course, that they were caring for uh, sheep and lambs that might have been used in the uh, sacrificial uh, work in the temple. And in fact, the Talmud states that any animal found between Jerusalem and a spot near Bethlehem must be presumed to be a sacrificial victim. And so how fitting that uh, this announcement uh, to, was to the shepherds, uh, announcement of God's sacrificial lamb uh, having come into the world. And of course, shepherds uh, sometimes get a bad rap, uh, these shepherds in the Bible. Uh, and uh, some of it may be true, some of it not, some of the things that are said about them. But God himself was the shepherd of his people. We, we love Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. And Jesus, of course, uh, said, I am the good shepherd. He was born to be a shepherd uh, for you and for me. And, uh, but these shepherds were, they were used to, the usual night noises. Uh, I, you know, I used to go camping, backpacking, and up in the mountains, and where the bears are, and everything. And thankfully, I never saw one. But I always, I was always afraid I might, you know. And I never slept very well out in the tent, you know, in in those places. So uh, the shepherds would uh, would not be afraid of such things. We think of David himself. King David was a shepherd boy. Uh, he said he killed the lion and the bear with, with his sling. He also killed Goliath, so he didn't, uh, he didn't have any fear, and these shepherds didn't either. And yet, when an angel of the Lord came and appeared to them, 
Uh, they were terrified. One text, uh, one translation says they were filled with great fear. So uh, this, the angels appeared not in their own glory, but with the glory of God uh, uh, surrounding them. Uh, there would have been an awesome sense of the presence of God himself uh, for these shepherds. And why do you think they were so afraid? Well, certainly it was unexpected. It was not anything they had seen before. We fear the unknown and, and the things that surprise us. But likely, uh, knowing and feeling they were in the presence of God, they were fearful because they were sinners. And all sinners in the presence of a holy God will fear uh, him, will be afraid in some sense. And, and they felt condemned, probably, uh, as even as Isaiah did, who said, I'm undone, when he, was, um, when he saw the Lord. So uh, they probably also thought that, that the angel brought not good tidings, but bad tidings. And generally speaking, it was believed that any kind of supernatural manifestation in those days was uh, to be regarded as a token of, of judgment and perhaps of instant death uh, to those that the messenger came to. But the angel said, fear not. Well, that's the King James translation. Uh, Do not be afraid. We know how often that is repeated in the Bible. It's one of the most repeated phrases throughout Scripture. Fear not. Do not be afraid. So there's no need to fear because Christ, the Savior, has been born. Jesus Christ really is the answer to all our fears. Uh, He has the answer particularly to our fear of approaching God. You say, well, I don't know that I'm afraid to approach God, but... Uh, if you uh, experienced what these shepherds and what others experienced, uh, what Peter experienced when he realized who was in the boat with him one time, and he said, depart from me, I'm a sinful man. So uh, our fear of approaching God, because what will God do? What will he say to me if I draw near to him? But through Jesus Christ, you see, we can approach him with confidence because he has silenced the wrath of God. That was uh, due to us. He paid uh, the full penalty and suffered God's wrath when he died on the cross. And he is the mediator between God and man. So we have a way to approach God uh, through Jesus Christ and without fear. Hebrews 4.16 puts it very plainly. Then let us come near to the throne of grace without fear, so that mercy may be given to us and we may get grace for our help. In time of need. So don't be afraid to come to God tonight. You know, I was, before I was saved at age 21, um, it could be said that I was running from God. And uh, lots of people are running from God. Well, they must be afraid of Him, afraid of coming near to Him. And that may be the case with someone here tonight, but you don't need to be afraid of coming to God through Jesus Christ. So what fears do you have in your heart tonight? Um, What is it that you most dread or tend to worry about the most? Uh, And again, the uncertainty of of things. Uh, We we fear the future. Uh, What might happen? Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. And uh, but we also can be afraid of uh, of the past as we think about the past. Uh, we, We think perhaps my sins 
will catch up with me. Uh, and the Bible does say, be sure your sin will find you out. Uh, before sin entered the world, at the beginning, uh, Adam and Eve were in the garden. They had fellowship with God. They talked with him. They were unafraid. But as soon as they sinned, we know what they did. Uh, they ate the forbidden fruit. They realized they were naked, and they hid from the presence of God. And so God called out to Adam, and he says, where are you? And Adam said, well, I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And so this is our, the natural response of sinners, is to be afraid uh, of coming to God. And we call that slavish fear. Now, when a person comes to know Jesus Christ and is converted to him, uh, then we can have what we call filial fear, which is the, the right and proper fear and reverence of God as our Heavenly Father. But it's not uh, the kind of fear that um, probably the angels had at this moment and, and others who come into the presence of God uh, as sinners. But uh, fear not, they said. Why? Because I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. The well-known Christmas carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem, it was written in 1868 by Phillips Brooks. He was the uh, rector, the minister of Holy Trinity Church in Philadelphia, and he had taken a trip to the Holy Land, and, and at night he was uh, viewing Bethlehem from, uh, from the hills of Palestine, and uh, uh, he wrote down the lyrics to the song, O Little Town of Bethlehem. And when he got back, he had his uh, choir um, uh, organist uh, to write down the melody for uh, to the words. And here are the words of the first line of the hymn, O Little Town of Bethlehem, how still we see thee lie. Above thy deep and dreamless sleep, the silent stars go by. Yet in thy dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. There's two things common to, uh, to all of humanity, that we have hopes, but we have fears. And uh, the hymn pulls together these two things. So the hopes and fears of all the years are met in Christ. Um, Christ assuages our fears, but he also uh, gives us uh, the hope that we need, uh, the hope of, of having uh, salvation, the hope of having forgiveness of our sins, the hope of heaven, and the hope that uh, all is going to be well. That God will make everything uh, that might seem bad and, and hard and painful, he'll make everything work together for our good. Uh, this is the hope that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so that was the good news uh, that the angel brought to the shepherds. And the angel told the shepherds, uh, that he had good news of great joy. If you have, if fear uh, overtakes you, it usually saps you of your joy. Uh, but the joy of the Lord, the Bible says, is your strength. Uh, you cannot do without joy. You cannot live without it. And so we rejoice in the Lord. And, and certainly the good news of the gospel, you see, is where the joy comes from. The joy comes into our hearts when we receive Christ. And as, as we stay close to the Lord, then that joy remains. But it's also a choice. Paul said, rejoice in the Lord always. And so our fears are overcome in Christ, and, and our hopes uh, begin to grow. 
and abound when we know the Lord. And you say, well, that may be true for some, but, but it's not for me. Um, well, the, shepherd, the angel told the shepherds, this good news of great joy will be for all people. It's even for you tonight. It's not just for a select few. Uh, they had to come to grips, uh, the, the Jews did, uh, that this gospel, this message of joy was not only for them, but it was for the rest of the world, for the Gentiles. Um, and so the, the, the joy of the Lord is for you tonight in Christ. Luke 2.17 says that immediately the shepherds began to spread this news to others. It says, when, now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told them concerning the child. So those, those who had the joy of the Lord uh, cannot help but tell others about it. And so we, we want to share that joy. In the book of Acts, the disciples, Jesus told the disciples before he left this world, he said to go and make disciples. He said, you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. And so you who have been filled with this joy, uh, you need to be spreading that news just like the shepherds did. And what is the news? The angel said, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. So the Savior was born, the Savior of all mankind, uh, Christ the Lord. Christ being the Greek word uh, for Messiah, means anointed one, the one who was promised by the prophets of old, the one who would come and save his people from their sins. And Luke's gospel goes on to tell us that the shepherds uh, acted immediately on uh, the, the news, the announcement of good news in verse 15. They said, let us go now to Bethlehem to see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And, and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. I remember before I came to know the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, I knew that I needed to do that, but I kept putting it off. I kept saying, maybe later, when I get older and settle down in life, I want to have my fun, I want to take my time. But the shepherds made haste to, to, to come to Christ, and that's what we need to do. Today's the day of salvation, the Bible says, and it is not something to put off if you don't know Jesus, to come to him tonight and receive him by faith. Uh, it gets a little harder, I think, every time you say no uh, to Christ. So as he knocks on the door of your heart, say yes. Say, say yes tonight. And ask the Lord to come in, uh, to make room for him in your own heart. If you do, you will experience the joy, uh, the peace that you've never known before. And instead of fearing what the future may hold and what lurks around the corner or lurks in your past, instead of being afraid, you can rejoice in the hope of eternal life. You don't have to be afraid of anything that's coming uh, because uh, the worst that can happen to you is that you die and you go to be with the Lord Jesus for all eternity. So fear not, unto you has been born a Savior, and he is Christ the Lord. Amen. Let's uh, now turn in our um, bulletin for one last hymn. Hark the herald angels sing.